This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. When people ask you to describe for them or to tell you about St. David's, what do you say? How do you tell our story or share our history? I've been here long enough. I've been here almost nine years, so I've heard many of your individual stories in the years that I've been here. I know that many of you were baptized here in this church. Some of you were married here. Some baptized and raised your own children in these pews. And I know that some of you were even raised as young children here in this building. We have banners downstairs that celebrate and tell the story of the last 175 years. All of the milestones and achievements and yes, all of the struggles and the funerals and the grief of the last 175 years. These pews and this building echo with memories and stories. One of my roles at St. David's is also to help us track and evaluate numbers and data. We ask things like how many people were at worship this year versus last year, this week versus last week, how many children and youth were in formation, how many newcomers did we welcome, how many adults attended formation or fellowship events. We track these numbers and we report them to the diocese in our parochial report and Together, that helps to tell a version of the story, to tell about St. David's through numbers and data. And yes, the numbers tell a story, and you as parishioners tell and have your own story. And then St. David's as an institution has a shared history that itself tells its own story of who we are and what we do. But these numbers and even our own experiences only reveal a fraction of who we are. It takes more than that to fully capture who we are and what happens within and even beyond these walls. We aren't here, after all, because of numbers or growth or statistics or trends. We don't gather here because a chart told us to come. In the end, we don't even come because of weddings or baptisms or events. I think in the end, we come because somewhere we encountered God, and it changed our lives. We're here because someone invited us to come and see. Someone invited us to be a disciple of Christ. We're here ultimately because Christ is in this place. And we encounter Jesus in our worship, in our community, in our prayers, and in the bread and the wine. Look again at the passage from this morning's gospel reading. It tells a story that cannot be captured in numbers and charts. The first disciples are being called, and they are struggling to describe this man Jesus, and what they feel and what they experience in his presence. They're encountering someone and something that is uniquely new. And they're discovering a new relationship with God in the process. And in the midst of all this, they're struggling to tell the story. They describe Jesus using the following phrases. 
him about whom Moses and the prophets wrote, Rabbi, Son of God, Son of Man, King of Israel, and as the one who will open the gates of heaven. Look at all the wonderful ways in which we can come to know and to experience Christ, the ways in which we can understand and meet God. Jesus, and perhaps more importantly, our experience of Jesus, is more than, be is more than can be captured in a single phrase, or encounter, or description, or even a number. There are many words and many ways in which we can encounter Christ. And the Gospel of John is filled with them. Nicodemus, the woman at the well, the man born blind, Peter, Thomas, and Pilate. They all encounter Jesus in their own way. And perhaps even more importantly to us, we're presented with just as many possible responses to an encounter with Jesus. Yet all of these interactions begin in one form or another with an invitation, an opportunity to come and see and experience Jesus, an invitation to a life-changing encounter, an invitation to go on a journey of faith. And it's a journey without a set destination on this side of our existence. It's a walk with Christ and with each other. And as we travel on this journey, we're asked to witness to and to be recipients of God's grace and glory. We're asked to share and to invite others to come and see what we experience. Sometimes we will lead others, and sometimes we will follow and help others along the way. Sometimes we will invite, and sometimes we will be invited. Our role and our experience on this journey will change many times. We're called simply to exist in the midst of the journey, to stay on the road. Because what the numbers can never explain or capture is the ways in which St. David's tells the story of Christ. The ways in which we encounter Christ as a Eucharistic community. The ways in which we make this journey together. We're invited to come and see just like the first disciples. The numbers don't tell the story of our altar guild or our bishop's committee, our choir, our formation groups, the daughters of the king, or the many ways that we fed and supported those in need. The numbers don't tell the story of all the sacrifice and dedication that takes place every week. The charts don't tell the story of our prayer life or how we encounter Christ in this building and at the altar. And the stories and the numbers certainly don't begin to capture the way that we encounter and the way that we serve Christ in the world around us. To fully grasp and understand St. David's, to begin to experience a relationship with God, we must come and see. And our human nature makes us want to confine and understand and define God. And it's given us all of these tools and boundaries and structures. But sometimes we get caught up in them and we can fall prey to them. We start to doubt and we ask ourselves, did I stand up at the right time in the worship service? Was I supposed to cross myself just then? Do I correctly understand this concept or this idea? Do I understand this creed? 
Are my spiritual practices and my prayer life in order? Am I doing enough? Are enough people coming to worship? We can start to doubt and question and lose our way. But I think sometimes we just need to remember that all of this started with the outstretched hand of Jesus inviting us on a journey, inviting us to come and see, to come and witness the love and grace and mercy of Christ, asking us to come and be transformed. The other layers and the things we do are important. They give us structure, and things like the creeds give us a language to describe what we experience and help keep us focused. But we must never lose sight that in the end, this is simply a journey, a walk with Jesus. So if you begin to lose sight or lose hope or feel too confused, just reach out your hand Join them with each other and join them with Jesus and go on this journey together to see the glorious things that God is doing in the world. Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.